0: Shop the Chemist Warehouse Mayhem Sale and get up to half price off big brand vitamins and cosmetics. This is Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Man who played 79 tests for the All Blacks, one of the original captains of the Chiefs in Super Rugby, Ian Jones is his name. He is my co-host for the next 30-odd minutes as we celebrate all things to do with the Chiefs. This is Chiefs Mana and Ian Jones tough game against the Hurricanes Hurricanes I was a little disappointed that we didn't see two marquee or blacks front up for them but what actually impressed me from both teams was the handling in those wet conditions I thought it was a very very good game of rugby
1: yep good evening Wada good evening Chiefs fans it's nice to be uh, another W back on the board after that kind of blip and you Plymouth before we get into the game, gotta say what I what really impressed me, and this does absolutely seriously make a difference. We talk so much about home advantage. The sixteen and a half thousand plus it, fans that turned up in those conditions, it balling, looked yeah. shit. Mm. It looked rubbish. Uh but they did, they got there, they got around the boys, and you know, when you're looking for that little bit of point of difference, Waikato Stadium is that, we're making a fortress, we want those people to keep coming back, so well done to those people toughing it out, because it was tough, getting to the game, getting to the handling What and that does, that impressed me, but you know what, in, in your head, when it's really bad conditions out there, you have to, whilst your brain has to go at a 100%, actions have to drop to about 80 You know, so you get that handling, you can't be all frantic and rushed and that kind of high risk stuff. So and I think both teams did that really well. So clearly well coached and they talked about the conditions, which are fairly obvious, but you just bring things down a speed but still the brain's working uh, at a handy.
0: Yeah, from your experience, and just give us a a bit of a fan's, uh, or give us a player's view of this. So you're training a certain way, you've got a certain game plan that's been effective, and then suddenly you do get those atrocious weather conditions. How much of an adjustment needs to be made? And is that driven by the coaches or is that just something the players empower themselves to do? Because, I mean, look, I felt they did still play 15-man running rugby. They didn't look like they changed their structure too much. um, But there's always a danger. In those conditions, if 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 you you know trying territory to play, territory becomes
1: a, a, a must, right? And the, the kicking game, back the defence like the Chiefs did. You know, we still and, and, and ran in the odd era, and listen, that's the high risk football the Chiefs trying to play. But even in that own kind of third, that Damian McKenzie gave away that kind of try with the intercept. When you're doing that type of stuff in that danger zone you do run that risk, which is why the kicking game those you know, flat kicks and you push up and just keep those really nice defensive lines. And the Chiefs, I love the way the Chiefs kicking game is that they have those two defensive lines, one pushing out to put pressure on the player and another line in behind. So if they do kind of break through, they can be easily shut down. So clearly uh, that was the, the adjustment. But these are experienced players. Well, they've played all their lives in, in pretty crap conditions mm. Uh, being a winter sport, so I think the adjustment
0: wasn't hard oh, to make. I was just really impressed by both sides and the open running rugby that was played in those conditions. Uh, look, a couple of interesting points here, and I guess discussion points now as we start to head towards playoff time. When you go back through the season, your midfield combination of Raul Maca, Poi Hippie and, and of course uh, Rona there, now you've got Anton Leonard-Brown back, you've got Alex Nankerville back. How much of a selection headache... Who is your starting oh. midfield combination? Because in a perfect world, prior to the season, the latter two were always going to start, weren't they? Nankerville and Anton Leonard-Brown. Tough boy, I tell you selection well, boy, now, Rona man. have stepped up, haven't they?
1: Tough selection now, but we're also getting to the pointy end yeah. of the competition. we can't big, rest
0: and rotate anymore.
1: No, but you also need experience. Well, our experience is, is vital. We, we know, you know, Rona, young blood, hadn't been analysed as much as, say, Anton Leonard-Brown or Nankerville, so that unknown quantity when you come up against him, I think has been his advantage because you often see players performing better in their first year of super rugby than they do in their second year of rugby. So Rona's really taken advantage of that and has run beautiful, hard, straight lines. When um, Damian McKenzie has a tendency to kind of drift laterally, Rona has a, a tendency to run straight and hard. Nankerville's doing that. So super impressed by Nankerville. So yeah, I think as the coaching staff, the selectors of the Chiefs get towards a pointy end, those playoff games, uh, Anton Leonard-Brown's had two quiet games, you have to say. Pretty good in Dunedin, his, his game back, his 100th game, but two quiet games in New Plymouth and tough in the weekend to mm. judge. But I just think purely on his experience at that level, he'd be, he'd be yeah. a starting 12.
0: Yeah. There's a saying, Carmo, and I... Look, I'm with you on this one, but there is a saying, experience is only a supplement for talent, not a substitute. And you could look at this and go, well, hang on a minute, Um, you know, Daniel Rona, uh, Raumaki, Poi Hippie, actually pretty much were key in this Chiefs team going through 10, 11 games of the season without the Chiefs being beaten. They stood up the test against the Crusaders, so...
1: Now, being, now they've both had uh, a full Super Rugby season, so they're not young pups anymore. Mm. They've been analysed to death, and let's project forward and assume we're going to be playing the Crusaders in the final. Yep. Um, the Crusaders have played those two players twice now, so we'll be analysed to death. They're not coming in unknowns. Um well, so on the on the flip side of that, yep, they absolutely know what Anton leonard Brown can do because they know what they can do. They also have to put more numbers on them. When you put more numbers on one player, it frees up opportunities somewhere else.
0: Okay, so this week or this Friday, they take on the Brumbies. Now the Brumbies upset over the weekend, which has really opened the door for the likes of the Crusaders for home advantage and semi-finals, which you're not happy about because you just want your Chiefs to win, and you'd rather. Have New Zealand teams travel and play in Canberra, so knowing that you're going to finish the season in Perth against the Force, do you put your best line out out this Friday night in Canberra? Is this where you start to put your best twenty three out?
1: I've been thinking about the slots. You know, I absolutely have been. You think, okay. Do you, <laughs> I'm not suggesting for a minute we do this at all, and I'll, I'll just, out loud, Carmo. Come I'll, I'll just, your first line is, okay, you're in control of your destiny, right? Do you back yourself to beat the force, drop one against the, the Brumbies, so they finish second on the on the ladder? That means it forces the third side. I,
0: I think they call that moral corruption. The
1: Crusaders to go to Canberra. Or, now that's that's one line of thought, right?
0: Oh, and you're allowed to think that, and, and a lot of passionate Chiefs fans who are thinking, well, we can win the little battle, but we ultimately want to win the war.
1: Oh, look, we, we, yeah. Or do you just absolutely, and this is my thinking, put your number one side up against the Brumbies, absolutely make a statement game at a really tough venue to play in Canberra against the best Australian side, second, third best team uh, in the log, and then have the luxury of resting some of those guys and send your Brody Retellics, your Sam Caines, whoever you want, home to give them a week off before having three games in a row, bang, bang, bang. Yeah,
0: I want to ask you this, come again, just give us a player's perspective on this. Some, you know, I, I think sometimes when you've got two or three big hard games or three big hard races in a row, you actually progressively get better. And if you just don't have enough hard games and then come into a hard game... Y- 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 yep. you can come undone a little
1: bit oh, I get you, so the flip side of that I mean I, I can argue about myself I have I have multiple conversations with myself, there's no problems uh, about that whatsoever Watto, even if you, we, we win the weekend and I just said you could send some guys home, thinking more about that because being on a tour it's just like no other man you're a you're, you're family over there, you are bonding you're doing some amazing stuff just as a team, do you keep your italics and your Sam Canes on tour just to hang out with the lads in Perth, you know, train you know, um, with them, maybe play, maybe not play, but I think maybe sticking together as a group may be the way forward. How,
0: how important is that? Oh, because maybe sometimes as the fans, we don't truly understand that, do we?
1: Hey, we're, we're, we're blokes, right? We're yep. pretty simple creatures. We like hanging out with each other. We, we like to kind of just bond, bond off each other and, and, and feed off each other. And, you know, something's happening over there. You want to kind of be in the mix or
0: have some peace and quiet.
1: You want to throw some ideas and you, you throw some ideas in the mix, and every idea is a good idea. And you kind of might come up with this uh, amazing play or a, a new line out move or a great scrum move somewhere in Perth. If you're there together, you can do that. Half year in Hamilton, half year in Perth, you can't. so you're yeah, having time together, I think hopefully some blue skies that will get over there, they'll be able to kind of hang out, they'll get their you know their shirts off, they'll all be looking good when they come back here for Hamilton. It feels pretty good because the boys are on tour. They are, you know your circle of wagons, mate, this is us for the next four or five weeks. Here we go.
0: You are listening to Chiefs Mana, Mark Watson alongside me, all black great Ian Jones the chemist's warehouse, the real house of fragrances we'll take a break, we'll come back with more 14 minutes away from 8, celebrating all things to do with the Chiefs, the Chiefs, oh they bounce back they get the job done against a Hurricanes team, big contest this weekend though, they do take on uh, the Brumbies in Canberra, it'll be interesting nobody expected the Western Force to win that one, but they won it and they won it comfortably does that make this Brumbies team more dangerous or does this knock their confidence? Which way does this one go?
1: Well, it's like us when we played the in New Plymouth, right? Totally different team. Um, maybe respectfully a little bit underdone. Uh, players that should have stepped up, maybe didn't step up. I didn't actually watch the Brumbies. not that um, stressed about them, to be honest with you. Just worry about the Chiefs. No, mate. <laughs> we know that. Coming. That's come through that's quite all,
0: obviously in weeks, mate. That's
1: all I worry about. But I mean, one of the things, like, it's a tough venue to play. Why is it a tough venue to play? well camera mate this time of year is brutally cold at night as in you know the zeros one degrees it's just it's a tough place the grandstands are a long way from the pitch so you, you kind of feel like you're kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere um, so whilst the crowds kind of get into it they're not like they are at Waikato Stadium we're in the grounds here in New Zealand so that, that kind of comes from my memory why it's a tough place to play and uh, the Brumbies are a good size <laughs> It's also a reason why it's a tough place to play. But I thought one of the, th- the standout features for me, and it has been a weapon, but it will be a weapon uh, fire for fire against uh, the Brumbies, is our line-out, drive, our line-out drive close to the trial line has become a real weapon. I mean, the accuracy of that. So if we're going to get penalties well, that was around the difference that. Between the hurric- yeah. That was the difference between yeah, the two teams, so. wasn't it? Yeah. So, you know, if teams are going to give away penalties to us between the kind of 30 and 40 metre line, that's prime area for us to kind of kick to the corners and then we've got line-out drive, you know, take your hole, doing what he does and, and try. On the flip side of that, one of the real keys, I think, taking on the Brumbies, Aowato, is that we the Chiefs cannot afford to give away penalties in that same zone. You give away penalties in that same zone, all you do is allow them to do what we're wanting to do, kick to the corners, line-out drive and we have uh, understand how hard it is. So... I would expect, and certainly I'd be, if I was in that camp as well, talking a lot to the players about our discipline in that halfway to, I don't know, the 10 metre or that 50 metre line. Hey, just give some slack here, give some slack here. Bang. And, and, you know, once you're in the red zone, Matt a bit more aggressive because they might go for three points rather than the the seven. So, yeah, I I don't think it'll stunt, to be honest, the momentum of the Brumbies. Um just like it didn't stunt our momentum mm-hmm. when we lost in New Plymouth and, and bounced back pretty com- comprehensively. Sam, are cool start at
0: six? Uh, or you yeah. have him coming off the bench or starting yeah. to Jacobson as Jacobson coming off the bench, but keeping both at eight?
1: No, I think our eight-seven is settled and Jacobson at eight. And Kane. Uh, and Kane at seven. I think that is, is pretty settled. Um, yeah, Fina, what a wonderful athlete he is. We've given him blah of the day. I mean, he's, he's busy. Um, And maybe because he's such a wonderful athlete, would he be better coming on the last 20 minutes against some tiring Mm. defence when he can just explode? I think he can get around the corner probably better, a little bit wider than Peter Gus. Peter Gus is absolute direct and will give us the go-forward ball that we're desperate, but that's tight to to the ruck, right? Uh, Finau looks like he can run. I think a little bit wider of the ruck and kind of hit that 10 channel so those little inside backs mm. is where I'd run them. So now I think if I, I thought about it more, Peter Gus, uh, Jacobson and and Sam Kane to start and Finaud to come off with uh, a yeah, good 30 minutes to go.
0: Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. The DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Who is your DHL Super Rugby Pacific Chiefs player of the round.
1: Yeah, this was a fairly easy one for me, and 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 once more, I've gone, I've gone to the Daisy Pickers, which is, uh, yeah, I absolutely don't know. But Alex Nankerville was my player of the round for a couple of reasons. This time last year, his form dropped off, bang through the roof, and we he couldn't get. He was one of the standout players for the first two months of the competition last year, and probably when I look back, at it overplayed. Uh, and he couldn't sustain it during this really bu- busy, important time of the competition. He hasn't played that much this year. Shit, he was busy in the weekend. Uh, his leg drive, getting over the gain line, his tackle bus, getting us momentum. He was busy, uh, which is a reason why I've given him the um, the player of the day. I mean, I thought Peter Gus was good. Tupo I thought, was, was the best tight forward. Uh, actually up there in the weekend, uh, which should put, in my opinion, to bed any thoughts that this guy's a lock six. He's a lock, and he's a bloody good lock.
0: Your DHL Super Rugby Pacific player of the round. Yeah, well... (laughs) You only really see the Chiefs, I I do,
1: really, but strangely, I did watch um, some of the Blues. Uh, So I'm going to go for my North Harbour man. Um, I thought what I saw of it anyway, Mark Talia was... He's a finisher... Uh, uh, an absolute pure finisher. And I, I looked at him and just... Um, uh, Ma- I played with a guy called Martin O'Fire. Uh, the, Chariots, great, the old Cherry Chariots. Chariots O'Fire. Yeah. And he was an absolute out-and-out finisher, which is what you want on the wing, right? And and Mark Teller, to me, is that same guy. Give him an opportunity,
0: the dude's going to finish. That ability just to accelerate in that first two to three metres, get up to full speed yeah. and just skin you on just, the outside.
1: Just, you know, he's not a... a, a with greatest respect, I don't know if he's a power winger. Yeah. I don't think he's going to bust the line uh, overly up through the middle like, you know, Savi used to do back in the day, but he would finish and, man, have a guy like uh, Mildred Scudder did the same thing, a pure, a pure finisher.
0: The DHL Super Rugby Pacific, catch the action live on Sky Sport or get tickets at superrugby.co.nz. I just want to touch too on the news that Brad Weber has decided that he is going to head offshore um, after the World Cup, assuming he does make the World Cup team. He's been a good servant for Crusaders. You've got Ratima, Ratima Cortez coming through. Uh, just just your sort of thoughts on him and his time at the Chiefs. How important is he to them winning this championship and how does the future look?
1: Well, I love the way Brad Weber has stood up both on the field, uh, which has been outstanding, his ball delivery, his speed... Which is good, but off the field, he's been a real wonderful spokesman for for all communities here in New Zealand. I think he's used his voice brilliantly, so I've been mildly impressed. I'm very proud of the way Brad Weber has conducted himself. Then, great for him, his family, the Chiefs, and all the teams he's been involved with. So, you know, I thank and congratulate him for that. But in terms of his playing career, he hasn't finished here in New Zealand yet. Um, he is just showing. Uh, directness, tenacity if you love the game I guess essentially uh, Mark is what I'm trying to say if you love the game you're going to do well by the game and man every time he speaks about the game he speaks like he loves it Uh, and what else can we ask as fans the guy loves what he's doing he loves football he loves the Chiefs he loves the All Blacks when he's playing for the All Blacks he'll do me
0: and Rutter Cortez is not a bad little backup option. He's playing pretty well out of uh, He's had a pew pew, isn't he? I think, which is sort of central king country. Yeah, well, provided
1: the forwards can get him some going forward ball like they didn't do in New Plymouth. So, no matter how bloody good a halfback you are, if you're going back with it already, no, no well, one's looking after you. You
0: normally blame the locks,
1: don't you? <laughs> you never blame the locks. You he always blames the locks. If he, wants, you a, if he locks. wants a career uh, in rugby, mate the front row of the locks of the men's he's got to be taking cups of coffee to and looking after
0: hey i've got about a minute i asked um i asked earlier josh Cronfeld on the highlanders show what was the funniest thing you sort of seen in the crowds as a player i just wanted to ask you in your time in the chiefs is there anything that stood out in terms of crowds or Oh, the
1: crowds Well anything? i mean it took, Are people oh, oh, dressing
0: up like highlighters or i oh, mean oh, he actually said he didn't mind the odd stripper, uh, streaker
1: Oh, the oh, the harbor guy right so we had to get used to the cowgirls. you girls. got a minute yeah we had used to Cowbells. We went down there and, and, and look, it was wonderful. But uh, the Harbour guys are never, I mean, it was Waikato through and through down there in the Harbour part of the Chiefs. But, mate, we'd, we'd used to go through the crowds and you'd kind of, the, 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 the fans always loved the Waikato guys more than the Harbour guys. I can tell you that for freaking nothing. Um, but no, I mean, just, I learned to love, why, I learnt to love the cowbells. I absolutely love Hamilton, the Chiefs of my team, absolutely through and through. But in terms of the crowd, I can't absolutely remember because I was I was pretty anal. What oh, I, mean, I was you're, kinda, the,
0: you're, you're in the engine room. You're right.
1: Yeah, I was. I was. I was I mean, the other thing it's not there, of course, anymore. But we always, always used to love referee's corner, which is when you're looking at it from the, the TV side, it's that bottom right hand corner. Tough place to get out of.
0: Carmo, it's been brilliant. Love talking the Chiefs. Chiefs mana here every Tuesday night from 7.30 throughout the remainder of the Super Rugby season. They do take on the Brumbies this week in Canberra. We do wish them all the very best. Coming up next, we're talking netball on the programme. You're listening to SENZ. Special thanks uh, to Ben, who is producing the show tonight. And just acknowledgement again of the Chemist Warehouse and DHL.